to the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Rogers, ready to move out. Holy smokes, Batman. It's Gaggle of Geeks on 2SER. Ah, the sweet sounds of honks. I was looking for those. Quote from Sophie from about 10 seconds ago. I need my honks. <laughs> I do, because this is Gaggle of Geeks. I'm Sophie Lai. I'm Tali Olatia. And this is a geek and pop culture podcast where all we talk all things in between geekiness and pop culturefulness. Yes, we, pop culturefulness. <laughs> oh my God, this is predating all over again. Our English so great. Your English so great. So, so great. But it's been a huge week, Tali. It's been a huge week. Like, so, did I don't even know where to start. Well, I was like, the Emmys, mm. does that feel like the natural way to start the Emmys? I think that they're, for me, mm. it was... Oh, it was kind of one of those things because I was at work, so I was kind of watching it unfold on Twitter. Mm. And it didn't seem like the most crazy, amazing Emmys by any way, shape or form. Like, I didn't feel compelled to actually go watch it. Yeah. I was just happy for the updates. But my take of my top three moments, I would say, mm-hmm. she says. She says. Now deciding. Um, <laughs> is Sandra O's parents oh. on the red carpet. So cute. I also loved that Sandra O, like when she went to introduce her parents, she introduced them as Mr. and Mrs. O, which was just like <laughs> respectful and lovely. I love that um, Sandra O's mum was wearing a traditional Korean handbook. Yeah. And so a lot of the Twitter commentary was that, you know, Korea has officially landed on the at the Emmys, which is kind of <laughs> crazy because like... K-pop is so so popular it's now. It's huge. So it's not as if people didn't know about Koreans and Korean culture. But and Sandra Oh's been in Hollywood for how long now? Oh, 20,000 years. Like <laughs> her time as Christina Wang on Grey's Anatomy, she's oh. received so many Emmy nominations. Haven't won, but received. One day. One, one day. One day. Yeah. So We're looking at you. <laughs> Sandra Oh, it's going to happen. I, I did think... Like I feel that if Claire Foy hadn't have left the crown as the as they mm. bring a new queen in, I feel that um, Sandra O oh would have got the Emmy. She says because that's what's happened. But I just feel that maybe Claire got it because she's transitioning out. I just I find it funny that they were like, "This is the most diverse group of nominees yeah. we've ever had." Like we're really celebrating diversity. Pat yourself on, on the, the back. back. Yeah, well done. And then. Everyone who won was white. Yeah, there was. And then, of course, like, all the quips came out as presenters go, Emmy's so white. Yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like they tried to avoid it and it still didn't happen. It didn't happen because all the winners. Yeah, it was, still white. And it was like people like, okay, Donald Glover, robbed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sandra Oh, robbed. robbed. Yeah. Just so many people robbed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that that was the thing. And I think that that's why the Emmys started by going, let's celebrate our diversity. Because I think that they even thought, hey, we've got some winners amongst us. Like, let's really double down on how, how far we've come and how great we are. Because they had skits on like, you yeah. know, um, like, because I think the Saturday Night Live team were like yeah. hosting this year and they were like, yeah, we're just going to like retrospectively like award every like black person <laughs> with an Emmy. <laughs> and yeah, like. 
They were doing a lot of that. But yeah. Then just, and then when it actually came to the winners, it just wasn't happening. No. So, yeah. So, I loved Sandra O. Oh. I loved Sandra O's oh. parents. They were great. Um, Hannah Gadsby, Australian oh. comedian, when she got up to um, present the award, I think it was like directing a drama. Like, yeah. It's one of those awards that weren't huge. Like, no. you would have blinked and missed it and you could have very easily taken that opportunity to, like, go make a coffee. Um, but she just got up there and in her true, like, Hannah Gatsby comedic styling was just like this nervous wreck of like, oh, why am I here? This is great. Like, got a free suit. Cool. And boots. Thanks, guys. Yeah. And then she had her jokes. Like, she's like, obviously, her Nanette special on Netflix is yeah. what landed her a position because it was she was so popular in that. And so she said something to the tune of, like, I'm only here because, like, I hate men. And then she's like, not all men. But most, but yeah, a lot of you guys. And so she was like, her jokes were hitting that room. Like everyone was just in rapturous applause. She then hands the award, well, was going to hand the award. She read out the winner and the person wasn't there. And then she kind of just did this awkward, well, I'm going to take it and bye. Like it was just (laughs) this. Okay, cool. It was so cute. Yeah. Um, It was because we were watching um, at work because. We're good like that. Yeah. <laughs> and when she came, we're like, oh, Hannah's on, Hannah's on. Yeah. And like, you could hear the difference, like of the crowd laughing. Yeah. Because throughout the like night, people were trying to like do jokes and they were like awkward. Just missing. Yeah. It wasn't even like good dad jokes. It was just painful, painful dad jokes. And uh, you're just like, oh. no. and then when Hannah came on, it was like, Genuine laughter. It was yeah. genuine. And I think it was a dry event as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. so it was like. They needed some entertainment. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, they must be really pushing it. And it was yeah. like, oh my gosh, someone's actually funny that is making these poor yeah. sober people laugh. Like, thank goodness for them. Um, and then the other event that I think everyone was talking about was director, I want to say Glenn Weiss. Yeah. Glenn? I'm seeing a G. It could be James. I apologize to him anyway. <laughs> anyway, he won an award in like true, like he won an award for hosting the Oscars, for yeah. directing the Oscars. So he gets an Emmy for that. Well done to him. He gets up, starts this speech, which is like, oh, it's very bittersweet because I lost my mum two weeks ago. And you're like, oh, this is going to get dark and depressing. Yeah. And he's like, my mum always said to follow the sunshine. And like my girlfriend, Jen, Jen, Jen or Jan, you are my sunshine. And you've wondered why I've never called you my girlfriend. It's because I want to call you my wife. And you could just hear the room just go, what? Like crazy. I know. It was actually like, I was like, I'm, I really don't like public. Oh no, I don't like public proposals, proposals either. At yeah. All. yeah. But this was actually like, and you, and like the camera pans to the woman and yeah. she's like genuinely shocked, shocked yeah. and happy, like and crying tears of happiness. And you're like. Oh, thank God, this one's going to yeah, be, yes. be right. And it was one of the, what was so funny, it's obviously the first Emmy's proposal mm. ever. So there was a thing where she was just sitting in her chair and she was just trying to nod like, yes, if you're, if that's the proposal, I want to say yes. And then he invites her up to the stage. Yeah. So it's now taking time and it's obviously gone over the allotted like thing. Yeah. Like Milo Ventimiglia like helps her at one stage to get to Can the stage. Can you imagine being helped by Milo Ventimiglia? I know. I was just like, oh my God, that would be worth it enough. And like, so everyone's clapping. I think it was Leslie Jones, her face. She did this, the best reaction face ever. Also, her suit was on fire. Oh, yeah. She she dominated the Emmys. Um, And then this whole time when, like, Jen's trying to get to the stage is old mate is up on the stage going, I haven't asked yet. I haven't asked because everyone's just gone, she's, like, she's nodded in her chair. She's nodded. It's happening. You said the question. We all know what's going on. And then he did 
finally get on the fully mini. propose yeah. and then it was like yep yeah, okay cool and so yeah I think that that was yeah as someone who doesn't normally like public proposals I did feel that 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 was a cute little moment yeah. that they shared with the world and I think you know there's a lot of terrible stuff out there that that mm-hmm. was just a little moment of happiness that seemed like a genuine moment moment of happiness I think if it had felt orchestrated and had their reactions been like, you know, oh, we practice this at home. We're trying to raise our own profile as opposed to just let's share this love together. Yeah. Then, yeah. But what if he didn't win? Well, that's, <laughs> well, that's the thing, isn't it? He may not have won. He wouldn't have been up there. It would have been a proposal that probably would have happened at their home or at a beach somewhere. Or the so, after party. Yeah. I think he, <laughs> After they finally hit the booze. <laughs> I think that he probably just went, hey, if I'm going to win, I'm going to propose. And then, yeah, he had it planned. So, yeah, it was just a nice moment. It's funny that my three top moments didn't actually have really anything much to do with the awards as around happening. Well, I'm going to add a them. fourth, yeah. and that was Betty White's. Oh, uh, yes. Her little commemoration? No. Yeah. Commemoration makes it sound like she does. <laughs> I know. That's what Tribute? Like, <laughs> tribute to yeah. the very much living Betty White. Yeah. I, and that yeah. was gorgeous. Um, yeah. My colleague shed a couple of tears and we were like are you okay she's like she's just so sweet and beautiful she truly is rose from the golden girls like Mm. just personified and i think that the world is going to be in great shock when she dies Mm. because she is like who doesn't like betty white who no one you know she was like acknowledging like i can't believe i'm still in this business yeah at my age and she's like what 94 or something yeah she's yeah she's still walking and like getting around getting around still getting like you know and getting admirers to like kiss her hand and she's like oh (laughs) she's living her best life she really is we can only dream to have a life like betty white Mish. Which again makes it sound like she just died. She's still very <laughs> She's much alive. Very much alive. She just hasn't aged since the Golden Girl. No. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like she is forever set in stone. Forever alive. Yep. alive. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She's a delight. We love she her. Is. Yeah. So Emmys was the first thing that kind of really kicked off this mm-hmm. week. Um, but then right after, Marvel dropped a trailer. Now, Tali, we speculated when this trailer be dropped after the stills came out. From Entertainment Weekly, and you were like, "I thought trailer." And I'm like, "Of course not. It was going to no be still trailer." And oh. then I speculated Christmas, all that the trailer would drop. Look, I was so wrong. You were about three months wrong, <laughs> which then goes so to my wrong. theory that it could have been a trailer. <laughs> could have been right because I mean that was only like what a few weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They are obviously building the hype. Mm. Mm. Um, six months out. Yeah, well, maybe it is, like, this is so terrible, but maybe, like, people have to get used to the fact that, like, Brie Larson is a woman who is Captain Marvel, and it was really funny. I know that you're never supposed to read the comments, but I did actually read the comments upon reading it, and a lot of them were like, oh, she's boring. She's She doesn't actually look like a good superhero, or she's this, she's that, rah, rah, and they were all mostly negative, and I was just like... You guys, oh, so transparent because if this was a dude, you would be like, that's the best trailer I've ever seen. I cannot wait. I'm so, so excited. So strong. So stoic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so this is like kind of funny, but it was it was good to see the first scenes. I did have to laugh because in the first scenes of the trailer, they, they are at a blockbuster. And so yes. the moment oh. you see it, you're like, 
this is the 90s. This is not This is not now. Crashing into a blockbuster. If yeah. it was a video easy, I'll be like. Oh, my God. Or Video City. Did you have oh, Video City up here? I don't know if we did. Maybe that's a Tassie oh, thing. Yeah. But, video oh. City was an institution. Video City and then Video Easy came and then everyone was like, Video Easy got rid of Video City. But, oh, tell you. Oh. Video stores, VHS, VHS. throw it back. Throw oh, it back. Blockbuster. Yeah. Like, fantastic. Mm. And we got to see a bit, a bit more of what's happening. Yes. And it is, it seems like it's going to be really action-packed from what it looks yeah. like. Oh, definitely. And it seems very complex too, is that mm. she's obviously having flashbacks as a child to her time on Earth. So I think that that's what was really interesting, that it was like similar scenes and doing that. And then mm-hmm. um, Samuel L. Jackson with his age. He didn't look that bad. He didn't at all because that's what you then instilled the fear of me into Because after the steals, I was like, oh, Samuel, little Samuel L. Jackson, look how young he is. And you're like, you just wait till he moves. The, the, like the proof in the pudding is when he moves, is it very well, obvious? Well, if I can't even do Harry Henry Cavill's moustache, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, what are they going to do? With they can't trust you with your whole with... face. No. Yeah, yeah. But it did. I was, I was very. I was very as impressed. soon as I saw Samuel L. Jackson, I was like, okay, super scope. What's going on? And I was like, no, that could just be Samuel L. Jackson. So yeah, it's very. I'm excited. Yeah. Got a few ones of Jude Law pouting. I'm like, oh, if you're going to talk about a one face person, that's not <laughs> like someone who only has Jude like Law. one expression. Yeah. Jude Law pout. <laughs> oh my God. He really does. Doesn't he? It's constantly the Jude Law face. <laughs> just pout. Um, oh. It's just like pout and a little smirk. And you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey. Hey Jude hey. Law. Hey. hey Jude Law. Hey. But yeah. like some people like really up and arms about Bree's apparently, apparent lack of expression. Oh. So they were like, like she needs to smile more, which is like, you know, what every woman wants to hear. Well, and it's just so stupid because it's like, uh, oh, her like expression, there was nothing really. They will either say she's thinking too hard or she's doing something. I was like, she's trying to save the world. Like, I don't know about you. Smile inducing that you just sit there like optimistically, like happily. And then some idiots photoshopped it. They were obviously so aggrieved by the fact that Brie Larson was not smiling that they photoshopped smiles into scenes and were like I fixed it for you it's better now and like the key and like the, the poster art as well they yeah. also added a smile and it was just like so like, of, yeah. why would you do that like, what is the point of that there is no point yeah. so of course Brie Larson being an amazing woman on Twitter that she yeah. is did a bit of a clap back yeah she photoshopped smiles onto all the male superheroes from Marvel because yeah and they look creepy AF. oh my goodness <laughs> but I think that that it like it was genius because in isolation it's some idiot that you like could have got more traction if no one had like said something back it's and for Brie to have done it too is like really mm. quite powerful but also it just went to show because when you looked at the other Marvel the Marvel male superheroes with a smile, they looked like idiots. Like they I'm looked, saving the world yeah. and I'm smiling while holding a woman who looks clearly terrified. <laughs> and I think that that's the thing too, is it just like obviously it would undermine their plight to save the world because of how grimacely creepy they came across <laughs> with those smiles. Like, I would just be like, no, thank you. I don't need your help. I'd, uh, I'd rather, rather die. die. <laughs> yeah. I cannot trust you and your motives. So it was actually really funny and genius and something that people should definitely go and check out just for the lols. Oh, but otherwise, great trailer. Yes. And it's like March. Come at us. March come at us indeed. The other trailer that I really liked this week, which is ridiculous, but I'm going to stand by it, um, Mary Poppins Returns. 
It was so heartwarming. <laughs> it was so majestic. Um, Mary Poppins is the movie from my childhood, speaking of video stores, that <laughs> I would go every single Sunday and rent out Mary Poppins. Like, my Aww. parents must have been, yeah, but my parents must have been idiots because, like, just buy me the copy as opposed to having to rent it out every week. I would literally hand it over and then they'd be like, what do you want to see? I was like, Mary Poppins. I was like, okay, come with, come back we go. Look, I did that with 101 Dalmatians, <laughs> so, you know. The live action one, it's like again, yeah, yep, yep, again. I think that's what they forget about children. They can watch the same movie, oh my goodness, yes, over and over and over and yep. over again. Yeah, I mean Blake's experiencing right now with his yep, kids. Exactly, <laughs> he is a testament to it. So mm. I was very excited for the trailer because I was like, oh, it's my youth. Let's go back to my youth. And essentially, what it sounds like, like judging from the trailer, the plot will be is that. Mary Poppins returns, surprise, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, because the children, Jane and Michael Banks, yeah. like she originally came into the first movie, but this was when it was played by Julie Andrews, to essentially help Jane and Michael Banks, who felt like they were getting neglected by their parents and were just kind of reminding the Banks family that, you know, family is important and spending time together is important and to, you know, oh, mate, Papa Banks, like you don't have to work so hard at the bank or your financial institution, like go fly a kite with your children. It's yeah. so much better. And just introducing like kids of all ages to the world of imagination. And so judging from the trailer, it looks again like she's coming back to save the bank's children and just remind them of what is important in life. It it's, looks like there's been a death. Like I'm guessing that Michael Banks grew up, got married, had a wife, had, had kids, kids, the wife died, time. sister, Jane, moves in. Help out. You help out. And now it's just like... Yeah, so I feel like, like Mary and Poppins back again. Yeah, he's stressed out because yeah. he's like trying to bring up a young family yeah. while and, s- yeah. and support them. And and he's forgetting that magic of the imagination and spending time with kids and all that that stuff that, you know, Mary Poppins once tried to t- teach him. Mm. But it was kind of funny because I was watching it and then I was getting like real – Christopher Robin vibes too because isn't that essentially what happens in Christopher Robin the movie that's out now is that With like you and McGregor yes is yes. that like Pooh Tiglet and the whole gang like leave the hundred acre wood, wood to go to London to help Christopher Robin because he's forgotten what it was like as a kid to have the magic in the world and everything around it and so it just did seem like all the movies from my youth, which I'm not mad at, um, have been like revisited again and the excitement. The thing I like about that is it's the continuations, they're not reboots. Yes. Yeah. So yep. it's like, we know the story. Yeah. What's the next chapter? What's going to happen next? Mm. And just on quickly on that note is Space Jam with <gasps> LeBron James. Oh, there is going to be a continuation. I know. Um, and is it the director or the producer from Black Panther? It's Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Who yeah. is the director of Black Panther. Yeah. So yeah. LeBron James will be playing what Michael Jordan was yeah. back in is it 91. Yeah, it was back in the 90s. Oh. Easily. Yeah. Probably. Actually, I take that back. My favorite film that I always <laughs> got from uh, Video Easy was Space Jam. Space Jam is a classic. And I always try to do repeats and they're like, you can only do it twice. Someone else has to get a chance to oh. get it. <laughs> and Selfish Sophie was like, no, I want my Space Jam again. I want Space Jam. Um, yeah, so that will be very exciting. I highly, highly doubt that R. Kelly will be involved in the soundtrack. <laughs> Throwing it out there, oh. not going to happen. Probably not, but it's still. A great yeah, I know. Song. It's one of those things. Where I'm so conflicted of it because it really is such a great song. I know. He believed he could fly. 
so good. Um, yes. Didn't that win all the awards back in the day? Like, it oh, cleaned up, like, at the I Grammys. Like it should have. Yeah. Like, that song was prolific. There was, it was mm-hmm. everywhere. And it's so funny because it was, like, essentially the soundtrack of a movie about the Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan playing a game of space basketball. And yet it's this inspirational song, like, I can believe I can fly. <laughs> so powerful. So powerful. Look, there needs to be more songs like that, just not sung by. Yeah. Okay, like, get John Legend in. Oh, my goodness. Well, now he's got his EGOT. He doesn't care. <laughs> he's just, like, going to coast for the rest of his life. I don't think Chrissy will let him just coast, though. I know. She seems like she'll be like, uh-uh. That's I ain't, yeah. I ain't living with you if I you're know, not working. I, like, <laughs> if you don't follow Chrissy Teigen on all the social medias, then you need to because she is like the queen of clapback against her own husband. Oh. Where she did, she launched this. Was it this week or last week? Um, a cooking. So we you, target. So yeah, she had like a new range of pots and pans. Yeah, and, but it was released. Well, that news was released on the same day. The news was released that John Legend would be joining The Voice, and so Chrissy Teigen's like, "I love you, but seriously." You had to do it on the same day. Like, so rude. <laughs> like, let me have her moment. And my moment with my uh, pots and pans from Target. Yeah. Like, you can get the range now. <laughs> thank you very much. It was so great. And yeah, and her cookbooks, her second cookbooks, mm. Craving Hungry for More. Oh, they're just, they're just the best couple. I love them so much. They are so good. But yeah, if he could do that soundtrack. Oh, my goodness. Because I feel Because like- he does very inspirational songs. <laughs> Do you know where my head went to? Because I love them so much. They are just the best. Um, and when they were in Bali, they had like, it felt like two months they were in Bali oh just living their best lives. Um, and Chrissy Teigen's headband of the day, and she would literally just have a headband and John Legend would sing the headband of the day. It's the headband of the day. Push our locks away for the headband of the day. And then it would reveal to what her headband was. And so it's literally just John Legend singing that nonsense song. And I was hooked so much that I would just walk around the house singing it like headband of the day. And then Did you it- start wearing headbands? I feel like I did. Like, I feel like it was terrible. But what was funny is that my roommate, so this like 27-year-old guy who works in the bank, he was like, I don't know what's, and he was just sitting there just like, (laughs) (laughs) and so this is what I mean. The power of John Legend is that, you know, universal, uh, like, yeah, he can, he can attract anyone. He's amazing. So what is LeBron James? He's like, slam dunk of the day. (laughs) Slam dunk of the day. And then it's like three pointer of the day, <laughs> and then it's block of the day. I'm just saying, it'd be amazing, oh and I'd, I'd be here for all of it, all the time. I'm now going to have that song in my head for the rest <laughs> of the day. So thank you. So good. But we had one more trailer being released this yes. week. Doctor Who. Ooh, Ooh. It's getting closer. So. Yeah, so we got the full trailer instead of just little teasers of her breaking the glass ceiling. Yes. Nice touch, BBC. (laughs) Like, very nice touch. Read into it. The, you know, the symbolism is there. And their tagline, it's about time. Oh, my God. Which we say well because she's like a time traveler and it's a doctor and it's about time and it's like just just multiple levels. It all just makes sense. Like, well done, marketing people. You just nailed that. Mm. But they put the full trailer of what we can expect to this season. Yeah. Um, so she's got three, they've stopped calling them companions. They are now friends. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's really funny when you- Sounds a bit more familial. (laughs) Well, it's really fun when you talk to people who are really big fans of the old, old series and they're like assistants and you're like, no, 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 no
and like at that stage we were like companions, um, but now uh, it's like friends. <laughs> it's like she's moving on to like <laughs> next progressive moment. <laughs> but yeah, it looks really action packed. Yes. Um, and the other thing, it's like I, you don't really get to. You don't really get a great sense of what kind of monsters or aliens she'll yep. be facing yep. this year. So and it's all very like, it's still very much a teaser in a way, even though it's like the full trailer. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's what they want you to do. So you're hooked in and you'll watch it to find out what's going on. Yeah, but it's really, okay. So it's going to be, it's coming out on Monday the 8th. Yeah. Um, so ABC have just announced that it's, uh, if you're watching on TV, it's going to be at 5.45 p.m. Excellent. So great if you have kids and you're already yeah. home from school. Probably well not done. for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. But it is going first on iView. Uh, and judging by the way it was done previous seasons with iView, yeah. I'm like, that's at like 5 a.m. <laughs> but the keen will be up at 5 a.m. to watch it. Don't you <laughs> Don't you second guess that for a second? No. Yeah. Because yeah, it's really funny. Like you look at all, you always look at the comments. Yeah. Because... We are a, like a sucker for punishment. Yeah, of course. And still people are like, I'm not going to watch it because it's a woman. Oh my goodness. The doctor can't be a woman. It's, it's like, in the canon. And it's like, since when they quote something like really back, back when, yeah. and they're like, yeah, but you know, the master's turned into a woman and yeah. no one questioned that for the past three seasons. Yeah. And it's so frustrating, especially when other women say it. Yeah. It's like sometimes I get the feeling that people just like yelling into a vacuum. Mm. So they're like, and a lot of the people who are probably getting upset about the fact that Jodie Whittaker is a woman probably don't even watch Doctor Who. They've just gone, here's another bandwagon that we can jump on. So mm. you will have your diehard fans who will say, like, no, it should be a man. And then, like, not saying that their argument has any validity because it obviously doesn't. Yeah. But you're like, at least you watch Doctor Who and you can, like, with the nuances. It's the people who just join the bandwagon that I just get mad at. Yeah. It's, it's always the case with some fandoms. You're like, yeah. guys, just calm down. <laughs> it is pop culture yeah. it is a television series yeah. or a movie series in the yeah. case of like star wars yeah. it's like and it's set in space with aliens what is your big deal about gender <laughs> it is one of those things like everything else is so hyper realistic and is never going to happen in this world and you're like i'm fine with that 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 that makes sense yep except that cool 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 and it's like wait the doctor is a woman no because there that. are probably some laws where that's not possible. It's like, yeah, but the laws of everything else has been broken throughout the whole everything. Like, seriously. It was, I was reading this one of, like, the threads, the comment threads, and they were like, yeah, um, yeah, it can be a woman. They're like, no, it can't. It, like, it said, like, during the fourth Doctor times that you can't be. And they were like, no, Tom Baker, who was the fourth Doctor, <laughs> yeah. said that, don't know who's after me, could be a woman. And they were like, no, he was joking. And that's like... Were you there back then when he said it? Also, it was written. So how do you even know whether he was being sarcastic or not? And also... (laughs) So this was actually in the show. He said it could be a woman. um, I think it was like when he was about to leave in an Uh, interview. And he's like, I don't know, it could be a woman. And people were like, oh, no, it was like offhand comment. Like, it's never going to happen. It's like, I don't know. He's a pretty progressive guy. It could have (laughs) been. I mean, Doctor Who... The showrunner, the yeah. very first showrunner who got the show up and running yeah. was a woman. She was the first woman See, to run a show of that caliber. Yeah. Like, 
And woman. Is, like, it wasn't a man who yeah. created Doctor Who. It was a woman. Yeah. And this is what I mean in, like, the Doctor Who world where anything is possible. Why would you make the Doctor exclusively being a man? Like, it just makes no sense because mm. everything else is open to everything. So why are you, yeah, would the gender of the Doctor be something that was so finite? Yeah. And he's, most of his, like, friends and companions, majority have been women. Yeah. And yep. it's like, you know, the capability of women in this show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it should be no surprise to anyone. Oh, the joys. The well, joys. <laughs> we'll get to wait till the first episode and then I know. It's check the reaction then. Yeah. Three weeks away. We shall see. <gasps> oh. Three? Two. Three? I don't know. Three. Three. 24th. A week. No. No. Two. Three. Three. Two. It's the eighth. Two. We can't math. Well, Monday's going to be the 24th, which means the next Monday is, is going to be the 31st. Is the first. The first. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're in September. We're yes, in September. Continue. <laughs> and then it's the next Monday after that. Oh, my gosh. Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. Yay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I feel like this is going to be a very We Love Women <laughs> show. <laughs> because... Veronica Mars. I know. Thank you, Hulu. Like the it little is real. marshmallows. Yes. You did your job well. You stayed on the cause. And yeah, it is coming back. Because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. But back then it was just, just a rumor. And Hulu yeah. didn't actually confirm anything. I know. They did They did well to manage the hype because it just kept bubbling along. And the more that people got, they were like, yes, 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 yes. So they were like, okay, I think we need to do this. I think that the demand is out there. And it is. It's going to happen. Kristen Bell also going to be involved, yep. which is great. Is Rob Thomas coming back? I feel so because Thomas, I think I read somewhere that Thomas and Bell were obviously the ones who were crowdfunding for the thing to happen and mm. they were the ones keeping the momentum. So I... I'm pretty sure I read that he is, and I would honestly be surprised if Kristen Bell did it without him. She says, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you know Chris, Kristen yeah, so well. Yeah, I know Kristen so well. well like, like, you I know, besties. you're like this tight with her. Yeah, I would, well, I would assume so. Yeah. She's, well, yeah. at least you get to see her soon on the screen again. Oh my God, the good place. I'm so excited. That's next week, isn't it? 27th. Woo. Yes, I know. I cannot wait. It's going to be so exciting. But yes. Oh my God. There's just so many things to be excited about. Yeah. But yeah, um, Veronica Mars. Now from my understanding mm. of the plot, maybe I, did I read this? It's one of those things that you read it and you go, is this fan fiction or was it actually a dream that I had? <laughs> that she's going to be solving, there's like this spate of murders in this like touristy little town. Yeah. And she's hired by one of the victim's parents to uncover Ooh. who it is who's doing it. That sounds way too like detail yeah, to, to be, be a dream yeah because something weird would have happened in well, the dream at that stage surely and, yeah and that was the thing it was like the not rich... sure about fan fiction though <laughs> well, so there's a part where it's like the rich like the rich don't want this secret to be uncovered um but then the poor not the poor but like the working class because it's in this tourist town it's affecting tourism because no one wants it to go and die this is either true what's happening Tally, or, are you writing the script or i have just right? imagined a whole script and convinced myself that it's true <laughs> it's one or the other it's one or the other <laughs> now we're gonna have to go fact check everything that i say because i was like oh no i started very confidently <laughs> you were so confident i know i was like did it happen don't know uh, 
Do you, were you confident about how you pronounced Hermione as a kid, though? Oh, my God, no. <laughs> I loved it. It was so funny that someone, like, tweeted to J.K. Rowling, well, or tweeted the, just essentially a theory yeah. that there is a exchange in the books between um, Hermione and Victor Crumb. Yep, Victor during Crumb? book yeah. four in yeah, the Goblet the of Fire. Fire. Where he goes to say her name and he calls her Hermione or... I think uh, it was Hermione Ninny. Homo Nini. Homo Nini. Yeah. And this person tweeted going, I think that that's a theory to say like JK Rowling was like, none of these children are going to know how to pronounce her name. Yeah. Because like to spell Hermione, it's H-E-R-M-I-O-N-E. Yeah. So a lot of kids who like the movies weren't out here yet. So no. no one, like you just saw the name. And they're like quite like, they're like old English, Welsh yeah. or like Celtic names yeah. is what she usually draws on. And unless you come from there. No, you'd have no idea. No idea. And I... I personally had no idea. Like, I didn't know. I thought Siobhan definitely had a V in it. Oh, my good. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like S-I-O-B-H-A-N. And yeah. like, Kira, I'd say Sierra because yeah. I knew the artist. And they're like, it's Kira. Yeah. And it's one of those things, especially like yeah. English, like Australian English, especially like a lot of the things that we do is quite phonetic or mm. just like you look at it and say how it is. And so I, for the longest time, used to call her Hermione. <laughs> it's like... That's cute. Like Ron, Harry, and Hermione, which didn't I actually were, sound like. Yeah. Uh, I was Hermie One. Hermie One. <laughs> Hermie One. Legit, like, phonetically. Her, Sounds like me, Obi-Wan one. Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. She was very wise. Hermie One. Hermie One. <laughs> hey, Ron and Hermie One. <laughs> Hermie One. Yeah. And so J.K. Rowling did pretty much come out and go, yep. That's exactly, exactly what why. that exchange was. And and I had a lot of people just going, oh, my God, that's exactly what had happened as a child when I was reading <laughs> Harry Potter. I had no idea how to pronounce it. I feel that was like majority Australia and US. Yeah. Going, Thank God. <laughs> I finally know how <laughs> to pronounce his damn name. Yeah. Whereas everyone in the UK was just like, okay, Hermione, cool. Hermione, cool. Yep. On we've we we've read The Bard. Yeah. We know what's going on because she's a Shakespeare character, yeah. Hermione. So, oh, yeah. They're like West scholars. <laughs> Even the little ten-year-olds, West scholars. We know such scholars. We know such scholars. Oh, what joy! Oh. What was that? Oh, so one of the other things I want to chat on briefly, though, is Sesame Street. Oh my goodness, yes, Bert and Ernie, our favorite couple, not couple, 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 not couple. So, pers- like, essentially, what happened is the writer whose mm-hmm. name escapes me at the moment, mm. but he came out, like, it, it was, he, he came out, he's been out for quite a while, um, but he was doing an interview and someone asked about the sexuality of Bert and Ernie and he effectively said, yes, I wrote them as if they were, were in a couple. Um, his own partner, um, it was based he, on yeah, him he, and his he, own yeah, partner. partner. So he would do like things that were happening in his life and they were living like as a homosexual couple. Um, they would just take that and he would write them into Bert and Ernie. So yes, he was just like, that's Because he was like, I'm a bit of the Ernie, a bit of the chaotic yeah. the chaos. And while my partner was a bit more of the Bert and very like strict yeah. and a bit yeah. more OCD about things. And it was just like... That is the oh, sweetest thing I've ever yeah. heard. Like you literally, you couldn't see yourself on screen. So you wrote yourself into a children's yeah. show that no one noticed. <laughs> yeah. Like and what, what was funny though is mm. Sesame Workshop very quickly came out and they were like, no, 
they they are friends. Bert and Ernie have always been to show like the inclusivity of people who don't necessarily come from the same background getting like working together coming together and they were just very adamant that they're just Muppets and that they have no sexuality sexuality. like all Muppets don't have any sexuality Miss Piggy and And Kermit yeah um that's like interspecies stuff happening there I know it was just such like oh my god you it's ridiculous and was it the 2014 New Yorker cover where they were celebrating gay marriage and they had Bert and Ernie and like sitting there watching the judge's decision and they were like it's time so like when it comes to iconic gay couples in America Bert and Ernie have often been it and I just don't get why Sesame Street had to because they were like they have such a like a huge range of characters I think they've got like now like the first is it girl with Down syndrome? With autism. Or autism. I, know, I definitely know that there's a girl with, with autism yeah, on with, the show. Yeah. And then, like, you know, you've got uh, Mr. Snuffles or the Snuggle... Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. He's, like, got depression for sure. Because <laughs> he was always so moody. <laughs> I'm feeling down today again, big bird. Oh, my God. And then yeah. there were, like, an Oscar Elmo... Oscar the Grouch was a hoarder. Was hoarder. Elmo probably had ADD. Oh, my God, yeah. He was all over the show. And, like, Cookie Monster... Addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Addiction. The gluttony was real. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the count, like probably a bit of OCD with him because if he stopped counting, he had to start Start again again from the beginning. And so this is what I think. And the person, like the people who created, like the writer himself who was writing for it, um, he said, yes, they were gay because it was based on me and my my partner. Um, But then the the person who created the characters, he'd come out and said, no, they're not. And it's like, it's different interpretations of people who worked on Bert and Ernie through, throughout the time. Years, yeah. But the funny thing is, is it's just like, what does it hurt if they are a gay couple? Like, it doesn't everyone's going to think it anyway. Like, no one gets hurt. Like, the the lessons are still there, oh, regardless. Totally. So, I just love it. People like posting photos of, because yes, you do just like, you know, go into the, your bathroom while your roommate is bathing and yes. just decide to start cleaning around them because that's really normal. <laughs> Classic relationship stuff. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, But yeah, I think someone else is like, yeah, and Big Bird is the biggest non-binary person I've ever (laughs) met. (laughs) It's like the new workings of Sesame Street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, funny, funny. What a week. Such a week. But more came out today, though. I'm serious. This is such a big week. So, 007. Yes. So Danny Boyle, originally slated to be a director, actually was confirmed. Mm-hmm. He left due to creative differences. Yeah. So we're like, who's going to be the new director? Yeah. And so the director is... Drumroll. Kerry Joji Fukunaga. Now, if you don't know the name, he is the guy who directed Beast of No Nation and the first season of True Detective. I just really loved your and the first season of True Detective, not the other seasons, the first season. Just the first season. <laughs> Don't know what happened with those the other seasons. Danny Boyle is big shoes to fill. It is. Like, it'll be really interesting. Does that mean he'll have a say on who will be James Bond? It's still going to be, I think this is Daniel Craig's last Ugh. outing. But of I'm course, like, I've so mentally moved on from Daniel Craig. I'm already into the new world. He of didn't. He seemed like he wasn't enjoying the last film. I know. He just like it didn't feel that and like it because he didn't yeah. look like he was enjoying it. Yeah, People you didn't. don't. Yeah, no. That's why I think I've just mentally moved on. I feel like Daniel Craig as Bond peaked at the 
um, 2000 Olympics, the London Olympics. Was that <laughs> was it 2000 where he was with the Queen? Yeah. And they like skydived into the... Yeah. yeah. And then I feel like after that, he's just been Skyfall, like... Skyfall, I think, after the, like after Skyfall. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, it just yeah. got a yeah. bit... Mm. But like, you know, it doesn't... <laughs> I mean, it hasn't been camp for a while, but I kind of do just want that joy of like <laughs> Roger Moore just like, I'm going to camp this up even yeah. more if I can. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> you need a bit of that where, yeah. Yeah, because it's... Craig's too serious. He's so serious. And like, you know, with Carrie at the yeah. helm of this, it's yeah. going to be super serious again. Uh. But they're not going to start filming until March 2019. Which is six months away. Yeah, but if... But that's a lot to get... So if they say they finish shooting oh. at the end of 2019 and then I'll go into post-production, we probably won't get it to like 2021. Oh my goodness. That's yeah. really far away. When did the last one come out? Like two years ago? Yeah, it feels like it's already been a while. It's been a while, but with all, I guess with all the directors and the story changing. Plus that. That'll be a good like what? And everyone's years. already talking about Idris Elba being well, the next one. I mean. And it's like, like, will he be too old then? Because he'll be... It just would be like nearing fifty by then, wouldn't he? Yeah, but he's ageless. He really is. But he, he he can still do it. Yeah, but there's a lot of stunts. <laughs> Get a stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. I know, I but it was like my... it's really funny though in the fact that everyone's like Idris, we want Idris, and it's like no, you're getting one more Danny Craig, and you're like, you're like no. Oh. Well, and that's what I think the problem is, is like everyone's already on their soapbox calling for Idris Elba. And they were like two years ago, well, even last year, they were like, Gillian Anderson, make it a lady. Exactly. So now it's just like, oh, now we have to wait around for another two years or so. Daniel Craig. And then we have to wait around again in the hope like it is someone that we like. And if it does end up being Idris, they'll be like four or five years away. Yeah. Guys, put your skates on. This we'll just is make what, a really short movie. This is what happened with um, Donald Glover. We everyone wanted him to be Spider Man, the yeah. Miles Morales version. Uh, so he played a like, yeah, who was a younger version of Spider Man. He was a brand new character. Yeah. He was a black character, and everyone's like, yes, we could do we, this. He looks exactly like Donald Glover. We want him. And this was yeah. like when Donald was like, you know, still on the height of his community fame. Yeah, yeah. And then Marvel like, no, no, we're doing more with Peter Parker, more with Peter Parker. We're doing Andrew uh, Garfield. We're doing all of this. And by the, the time bite. they were like, actually, we're going to reboot it, Donald was too old. Yeah. And he had like, you know, he had that grizzly beard. And he's yeah. like, I ain't doing any more no. teen like no. roles no. anymore. So it was like, oh. You missed, missed your opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. They need to just strike. I think that they're very risk adverse. So they just go, no, let's just like make sure it's going to work. Like, let's do the safe thing. Let's do the safe thing. But it's like if the people safe want boring. it. Exactly. The people want it. Certified, like, winner. Do it. Mm. Idiots. Such idiots. <laughs> Do not approve. <laughs> Do not approve at all. <laughs> I think I'm a robot. <laughs> but if you approve of this podcast, do yes. subscribe. <laughs> yes. What a natural segue. Well done, <laughs> oh, mm. I don't think we can fit any more in. Is there anything else you like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm exhausted. I feel like I need a week off from this week. I know. It's been too much. I know. Although Marvel are moving back into TV world. Oh. So, do, have they said anything about the upcoming projects or just saying Yeah, this is so plans? remember how Disney announced they were like, we're going to have our own streaming platform because. Yeah, they're Disney. They're Disney. They want to take over the world and be. They want to cannibalize everything that they possibly can. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone's like, another streaming service I have to yeah. subscribe to. Come yeah. 
on. I don't have that kind Guys. of disposable income. Come on. No, you mm. don't. Um, so that was Movies Anywhere. Yeah. Which, of course, had a very distinct ABC-esque <laughs> logo. <laughs> I wonder where they got with that. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but on that streaming platform, they're going to be they're developing a Loki miniseries yeah. starring Tom Hiddleston, <sighs> as well as a Scarlet Witch, which is um, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh. So two new series. So yeah. I think, yeah, the their Netflix projects will stay on Netflix, but this is going to be their first bespoke I'm, Marvel. Marvel. But to watch on it. On platform. To watch it, you have to yeah, like, subscribe, subscribe to Marvel. Oh. Or Disney, I guess. Yeah. just feels like they're putting obstacles in the way to watch things. Like, it'll be exciting, yes, yes. and people will do it. But at the same time, like, make it's, it accessible to everyone. I know, but it's just... Too much of a monopoly now if they yeah. with their streaming platform because they've already bought up Fox. Oh, so what's yeah, cool. So they've bought up Fox, which has pushed all like Fox's like X Men releases behind, um, and now it's like oh, they own the X Men too now. Okay, yeah. so like, is there anything they don't have? No, no. <laughs> okay, cool. No, they own us because yeah, they've got that deal with Sony that where they can take Spider Man whenever they want. Oh man. What a world. I think it's only Fantastic Four left. <laughs> what a world. Okay, cool. Well. Yeah, and they own Star Wars. <laughs> There's nothing left. I was like, I'm going to make my own. And I was like, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> it's too much work. Too much and money. That's the thing. It's like too much work, too much money. No one's going to really compete against them. So they will just continue to like eat everyone up. Mm. Like a, a very hungry purple people eater <laughs> i was when you said very hungry i merely thought of caterpillar, caterpillar. <laughs> i know i think my head went to caterpillar and i was like no that's not aggressive enough isn't it that caterpillar ate a lot <laughs> yeah but then it became a butterfly we do not want them to emerge into something more majestic we just want them to live like a bad life <laughs> that pause that i had was to both think of the whole series of where i was going I was definitely like, Australian classic. Oh, what memories. What memories. Well, if you want to subscribe, do tell your friends all about Gaggle of Geeks. I'm Sophie. I'm Tali. Catch you next week, guys. More gaggling. Bye. Bye.